You ever interacted with somebody that what they do in their area of expertise, they do it in a such a fluid, effortless way, which is in a way intimidating to you to say, I can never be like this person in this area. And it actually discourages you from giving your best. Well, in reality, there's nine different forms of intelligence that you need to know about. And if you directly compete with another person in an area that comes to them very naturally, good luck beating them. The goal is to find out which one of these nine is yours. So stick around to the very end. And on top of the nine, there's one additional one that we rarely hear people talk about, but I think there's, there's something there. There are people who have that, that is a form of genius, but I'll share that with you at the end. So let's go through it. So the nine different forms of genius. Number one, numerical intelligence. Now, what are we talking about with this? These are people that numbers come naturally to them. They see everything through the lens of a mathematician. Everything is angles, formulas, numbers, data, stats. They love anything to do with that. Riddles, puzzles, strategies. Let's solve this problem. Let's solve that problem. To them, everything, the world is a big problem that we're all trying to solve. And they think they have the right solution for every problem. Next one is musical intelligence. You ever meet people, they can pick up a musical instrument and just start learning by themselves naturally. There's people like that out there. Guitar, piano, they hear something, they can come back 30 minutes later and they can just do it on the piano. Or they can be in the car and saying dun 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 and then they can come back and do it, right? Now you may say, I can never do something like that, but there are some people that naturally have musical intelligence. It just may not be you. Third type of intelligence is spatial intelligence. This is the kind of intelligence where somebody like me, I go into a house, if it's already fully designed, arts, furniture, where the bedroom is, where the office is, where the gym is, where the sauna is, I'll say, wow, this is beautiful. But ask me to do it from the beginning to design a house with where everything needs to be. I have no desire to do it. I don't have that lens. Some people have that. Over there, you need to put a clock. Over here would be a great place for us to put this little thing here. Some people have that, some people don't. If that's you, that is a form of intelligence called spatial intelligence. Next one is linguistic intelligence. This is people that writing abilities, put an email together, incredible. Giving a message, delivering a speech at the right time, using the right words in a sensitive situation, they know how to do it perfectly well, okay? That is one of their strengths. That is a form of an intelligence on how to put words together and deliver it in a beautiful way. Next form of intelligence is kinesthetic intelligence. These are people that are naturally athletes. The way they dance, the way they walk, the way they perform, the way they play sports. You give them a basketball, boom. You're like, this is the first time you play basketball? It's my second time. How did you just do that? I don't know, it's kind of easy. Hey, here's a baseball, hit it, boom. Just naturally. They have that athletic ability to pick things up. You ever met somebody that has zero kinesthetic intelligence and you try to see them dance? Have you ever heard somebody or met somebody that took dance lessons for five years and still when you watch these people dance, you're like, you know how to dance, but you're still doing it in a very mechanical way versus somebody who naturally can pick it up within two, three months of watching people. They dance as if they've been dancing for 10 years. It's a form of genius. It's a form of intelligence. Next one is intrapersonal intelligence. These are people that are very self-aware. They're sometimes labeled as loners, but they process issues very well by themselves. They have the ability to reason. They don't have to be around people. They can be by themselves and they're fine. They're enjoying their own company. This is very hard for some people to do, but for them, they can be known as critical thinkers as well as they're thinking and processing issues. This is a form of intelligence. Now this next one is a complete opposite called interpersonal intelligence. 
intelligence. These are people that put them in a room, they'll meet someone, they'll exchange cards, information, make friends very quickly. They're able to negotiate, they're able to broker deals, they're able to talk to others and get them to collaborate and get them to work together. They're bridge builders. It's a very, very good quality in the world of business and that is a form of intelligence called interpersonal intelligence. Next one is naturalistic intelligence. My son, my oldest son, since he was eight months old, I'd go in the back in uh, this one house that we had and I would walk him by the ball and he would walk to the dirt, crawl to the dirt at eight, nine months. I'm like, what is this kid doing? I would take him on the other side to see if he wants to play and build Lego. He would go to the dirt and he would start playing with dirt. He's year and a half, he meets a cat, he just goes up to a cat fearless, he starts petting the cat. He sees an iguana, he just walks up to them, starts petting them. This kid in nature, he is just a very unique character on how he views nature. It's a beautiful thing to see this kid. We took him to Alaska and we're walking in the mountains going up. It's as if it was his favorite trip ever. He would much rather go to Alaska to see nature than go to Bahamas to be on the beach. He loves nature. Some people have it naturally and it is a form of intelligence. Next one is existential intelligence. You ever, you ever had a friend that they would ask all these deep questions. You're like, Johnny, what's wrong with you? Tell, tell me why we exist. How do we come here? How do we end up here? Philosopher Aristotle said this, but Plato said this, but Socrates said this, but this person said that, and how about this? What happens when we die? Who came first? Very spiritual, very much about philosophy, ideas. That is their form of intelligence, which it's called existential intelligence. And last but not least, this is not one of the nine, but I think it's something for us to be thinking about because the whole concept of photographic memory, some say, oh, that's not a real thing. There's no such thing as photographic memory. Matter of fact, if you got photographic memory, what a miserable life you have to live. You ever had a phone that had one too many pictures, videos, text, files, what happened to the phone? It slowed down. If you do have a photographic memory and you have all of these things here in your brain, what a miserable life that individual could have. But there are certain people that maybe you've met who can remember names, some remember faces, some can recite a conversation with them yet 17 years ago. You're like, how the hell do you do that? Some it's information, some it's numbers and stats. They just remember certain things. Some do have that. If you look at it from the scientific standpoint, a lot of people will tell you there's no such thing as photographic memory. But that is a gift that some people have. And you know, if you do know people like that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, you're like, Pat, there's no way something like that exists. There are some people that have that and that helps them as well in many different areas of their life. To me, that is a form of genius as well. So you may be asking, Pat, what do you want me to do with this information? This is great, I'm glad I learned. I didn't know some of this stuff, but how, what do I do now about this? Very simple. Number one, the person that overly impressed you is that got an intelligence in a certain area that's not yours. But what is your area of intelligence and what do you need to do to increase that to levels that maybe this person cannot reach, right? My son, I got two boys. One of them is intrapersonal. The other one is interpersonal. One is naturalistic intelligence. The other one is very kinesthetic. Linguistic, both of them have, but what are you gonna do? You're gonna try to compete him with an area that's natural to him against this side? It's not fair. Or get him to be natural? No, it's saying, hey, this is the area you're strong at. All these other areas, let's try to improve and learn a little bit for the heck of it, but are we going to become a Mozart one day? Probably not. Are you gonna become the next LeBron James or the next? Probably not. But let's do it anyways for the heck of it to learn and improve so we can have a wide range of experiences in life. So personal, other people around you you're working with, as well as your kids. This information was interesting to me, so I decided to share it with you. Now, if you enjoyed this video, I got another video I did four months ago. Shocking facts about uh, monopoly with education, right? It's an interesting phenomenon on what's going on with colleges and universities. If you've never seen this clip before, this video before, click here to watch that video. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.